and we are we are back with more podcast in action so much fucking action for the whole wide world <laughs> anywhere in the my, world is this my drink is that, that is my drink? drink and we have extras wait then whose drink is this this is mine. Oh. And those are the extras. Hashtag podcast problems. Podcast. S, 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 S. <laughs> we yeah. are drinking. Yeah, we always are drinking. Little known fact. And by little, I mean everyone knows that we're everyone. always just sitting here drinking the libations. All right. What are we talking about today? We have... Uh... We kind of have a little bit of an open um, open topic. We I had a couple of things I wanted to touch on regarding UFC. Jenna said she wanted to talk about Kim Kardashian, which is always fun. That's not what I said. Oh. I said I want to talk about Kanye and Kim. So Don't leave Kanye out. I was uh, missing Kanye. <laughs> so Kim was just half of what she wanted to talk about. Kanye. She, as she just told me. So Kanye and Kim. Uh, Kanye, why don't we, Kanye, why don't we start with that? Why do you want to talk about Kanye and Kim? No, I want to start with the, the UFC. Okay, okay, let's start with the UFC. That's better. Um, so for those who don't know, uh, UFC is called the Ultimate Fighting Championships. It is a, It encompasses a sport of MMA. It's one of the biggest organizations in the whole wide world. Uh, and they have fights, mixed martial arts fights, uh, which, you know, just to lay it out as basic as possible, it's a mix of kickboxing, wrestling, grappling, um, it's one of the most popular sports, one of the most fast-growing sports in the world right now. It's much, much safer than it looks. Uh, in fact, you can argue that it's safer than boxing. Uh, regardless, there's a big fight coming up uh, between a guy named John Jones and Daniel Cormier. And this is for the light heavyweight belt. John Jones has been a dominant champion for a long time. He's considered one of the best to ever fight in the UFC. Um, and there was a video that came out recently Uh and it's it's basically they do these buildups before the fights. Where Set the stage, Julian. Yeah. What what happened in the video? Well, they're at a press conference, and Daniel is in what's one the, room. What's, yeah, was the no 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 no? You got to start preface that with the video that came out. I'm prefacing the video. I'm, sh- I'm no, not that video of them fighting. Oh yes, absolutely. So there was a, a media day where they had a squ- uh, stand uh, you know, stare down. That's what they call it. Stare yeah. down. They, they, s- they basically just stand in front of each other and stare each other down, and then they take pictures and then use that for the media. It's really old also, school. Yeah, it's very old school, but there's a lot of like um, reporters, like media people, that sort of thing. So it's a big, giant room full of people in Las Vegas? Uh, I believe this one was at the MGM, yeah. 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 So they're doing this normal stare down action, and Daniel Cormier, who is the challenger, uh, pushes John Jones, but doesn't just push him in the chest. He like puts his hand kind of on John's face. And, yeah, he like, pushed him really fucking yeah, he, hard. He pushed. It was aggressive. I mean, sometimes you get pushed at a stare down, and that's kind of like okay, you back up, you get separated, whatever. He no, pushed this, him. He pushed him to knock him over. Yeah, it was it was different. It was like a it was a full blown first attack. Like, he didn't a, punch him, but he his hand like hit his neck, and it, and John wasn't having it. He went after him and the whole thing was just a brawl. Like no one really got hurt. But <laughs> the banner it, behind them yeah, fell the down. Fell. The guy it was like Jurassic fucking park in the there. The guy, the PR guy, ham. Dave Schaller, the little UFC PR guy got knocked yeah. the hell over. It was pretty funny. Um, so that, I mean, that kind of prefaced this video that came out. But then today a video came out uh, where it's John and, and DC in Daniel Cormier in two different rooms, but they're a split screen on the on the screen, and they're hearing each other in each other's earpiece. So they're talking at a camera, but they're listening to each other. So it's basically just like a trash talk, kind of like they do on ESPN, except it was for the UFC, so they could like curse and stuff. Um, and Daniel is talking about how fake John is, and then he was like, you know what, man? I wish I was in that room with you so I could spit in your face. And John said, 
if you did that, I would literally kill you. Like I would kill you. Mm-hmm. And he emphasized it like he wasn't just talking about the fight. He was like, no, I'm not talking about the fight. Like I, if you did that to me, I would kill you, Daniel. And he kept saying that. He kept saying that. And, and he was like serious. And uh, it just kind of got me thinking um, where does, you know, where does the promotion for a fight end? And where does, you know, first of all, the law of how you can threaten someone's life like that. And also kind of just like the boundaries of being an athlete begin. Yeah. It will. Julian told me that story because I had not seen the video. And my first and immediate thought was, you know, that's fucking kind of hilarious because trash trash talking is fun, especially in the UFC because it builds up the fight. It builds your anticipation. Like you really want to see two people go at it, you know, as much as a lot of fighters have so much respect for each other and our friends, their training partners, you know, some, you're, you kind of want to see some people really want to beat the shit out of each other. Absolutely. So it's, it's good for the UFC. It's good for the fights, good for the pay-per-views, whatever. But my second thought to that's fucking hilarious is I wonder what the law is in that situation. Like you're trash talking because I know in the state of California, at least I've read that if you threaten to kill someone, that that is, like taken seriously and that yeah. you can get in real trouble for that. Yeah. In a lot of states, you can say whatever the fuck you want. And yeah. I don't think that there's any penalty for just saying it. You actually have to like, you know, do something to back that up yeah, to make yeah. someone feel like their life is in danger. But I think in the state of California, you're not allowed to threaten to kill someone. But I'm wondering, you did, did you look it up? I did. I did a little bit of research. Uh, first of all, this happened in Nevada. Most of the UFC fights happen in Nevada, whether, you know, Vegas. Yeah. Vegas. Um, it's the fight capital. But I looked up the Nevada state law on death threats, and I found that fear of death or substantial bodily harm if a harassment allegation in Las Vegas allegedly caused the victim, in quotes, to fear uh, substantial bodily harm, then the DA may instead bring Category B charges carrying a sentence of 2 to 15 years, mm. maybe a $5,000 fine. Here's something. A $5,000 fine for killing someone? No, no, no. This is just the death threats. Oh. We're, this is, we're just talking about the death threats. The murder, I didn't look okay. at. I was just interested in the death threats. Right. No, because w- w- just, to, just to go back to the whole yeah. story, like – Trash talking is really funny, but if you're sitting there and saying, I'm literally going to kill you over and over and over and over and over and over, are you then above the law? Because you're sort of doing it in an arena where you're hypothetically going to kill them for work? Yeah. I mean, like you'd think that because of how clear he was making himself, it would be different than the trash talk. But what I want to know is, do do they, in in the UFC's contract that they give the fighters, does, is there a clause about not pressing charges for th- like death threats? Because I don't know. you have to. I mean, you'd, you'd have to think that the UFC is taking these precautionary measures in case someone like John Jones. Yeah, was their like, asses I'm are kill totally you. covered, right? The UFC I mean, that's what I'm saying. Got to have. They have to I thousand-page mean, contracts that people have, have to, to sign in a sport where you're literally building up a fight regularly by saying things similar to death threats. Like right. you can't not have that covered. They have to have it covered. Right, but I, I just think that it's interesting because, like, you know, your First Amendment right, you're allowed freedom of speech. But, like, oftentimes, like in music or in television, like, you're not just always allowed to say whatever you want. Like, as much as, you know, you are because there's freedom of speech, you can really get into some tricky trouble with the things that you say and how you say them and who you say them to. So, like... What I said to Julian in the car that I thought was funny was like, so say, for example, either which 
happens extremely rarely, but in a fight, like say John Jones actually did kill Daniel Cormier, yeah. or at some other point he actually did kill Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> Would that be considered premeditated murder since he told him beforehand, like, it, he, they would have no defense because he's already said so many times, I'm going to fucking kill you. Before I answer that question, <laughs> before I answer, that's a great question. Before I answer that, it's never, there's never been a death in the, in the UFC octagon ever. Just wanted to say that. I thought there was one. No, not in the UFC. No one died. Oh, okay, in, okay, yeah. okay. But in the sport of mixed martial oh, arts. Yeah. That's all encompassing. Okay, that's okay. like saying in a baseball game, someone died, but not in the MLB. Right, right, that's right, how you right. got it. Okay, yeah, yeah, um, I get it, but. No, I'm just explaining it for them. But, um, well, here's how you got to think of it. So say this happens. Say John Jones comes off of the video like he did today saying, I'm actually going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. I'm not not talking about the fight. I'm going to kill you. And then he goes in and kills him. Uh, First of all, I think you'd have to pay attention to how he kills him. Mm. So is it the ref's fault for not stopping the fight early enough? Is it Jones So we're talking about if he killed him in the octagon. Wasn't that your question? Or no. What, oh, it was if he didn't kill them in the octagon, but if he actually just killed Daniel. Cormier. No, it was a it was a twofold question. If he killed them in the octagon, yeah. So I was answering that, that first. Would that be considered premeditated well, that's a, murder? W- <laughs> and if he killed them outside of the octagon, yeah. that's absolutely premeditated murder. I think you're right on the second part. The first part, uh, it'd be very, it'd be very fucking crazy coincidence if a fight where Jones had actually threatened murder in the way he did today, even though it was still similar to trash talk, and then he actually like. You know, in a sense, it's like it was an illegal competition and he killed someone. So the Mm. odds of that happening, like the odds of someone dying in in an octagon fight is so minuscule already because there's there's precautions they take. They get physicals. There's refs. There's doctors. Um, But I mean, if that were to happen in a fight, you'd have to wonder because you know what? Like there could be an argument made that. He had some really kind of not normal trash talk and mm. he had some ill intentions. Right. And for the record, I think we both agree and many people agree that although the UFC does do a fair amount of like hype, like they get them to say things that they wouldn't really say in conversation for the sake of the hype of the fight. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. We agree and many people agree that this is not like a PR move. This is no. not like some cooked up fucking shit. Like this is, they really. Yeah, don't these like guys, each other. they don't like each other. But. Let me let me pose a hypothetical scenario. So say like John Jones, like just these people are enormous. What what's their weight class? Two hundred five pounds, but they weigh like two hundred thirty pounds. They cut down. Walking around, yeah, yeah they cut down yeah, to two hundred five yeah. pounds. They are, as Ronda Rousey likes to put it, you know, you want to be the most dangerous unarmed person on the planet. Yeah. These people are absolutely capable of killing someone, anyone, whenever they want. And and a little note to add there is when you're a professional mixed martial artist, you have to legally register your body as lethal weapon. As a weapon. Yeah. Okay. Um so a hypothetical situation. So say that they're they're in the octagon and the Machida fight when John Jones choked him out by the neck. Yep. Like just your neck and your head are an incredibly dangerous thing. So the ref stopped that when Machida was out yes. already. He was yes. unconscious. Mm-hmm. But what if in John Jones' brain, he, you know, the ref's breaking it up and he just took one little quick crack of your neck and oh you're dead. Where's the line? Do you go to jail for murder? Are you now on trial? If that happens, I'm almost positive he goes to jail with all the with all the. What if it was before? What if he decided to just in the fight do something illegal and fucking break his neck? Well, first of all, there are a, a slew of different 
kind of small print rules that the UFC has in place to prevent this type of thing mm. uh, in terms of like strikes to the murder. spine, <laughs> yeah. things that can really hurt a person. Just so straight you, murder. Yeah. So, I mean, if John Jones, if you had someone in a chokehold and you see instead of trying to, you know, cut off the blood supply to the brain or whatever, he actually tries to twist the head and the neck. It's almost, you know, impossible in my brain, how I'm thinking of it for the the group of everyone, whether it's the UFC, the athletic commission, the doctors, everyone to look at it and be like, okay, that wasn't intentional. Because mm-hmm. if, if he actually did something like that, it's pretty clear that he tried to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's been a million fights. The UFC has been around for years and years and nothing like that has ever happened. So if it happened, it wouldn't be like, oh, you know, he was choking him out. It was an accident. No, like right. that needs to be really, really blatant for right. it to really happen. I agree with you. And I don't think that either one of them is actually going to try and kill each other. But I think it's an interesting idea that if in an octagon, someone really hated the other person enough in order to do something illegal and want to actually murder that person, what are the consequences for that? I think it's just all about how it goes down. You know, I think it could, I think someone in a, in a situation if everything went right, not right, but everything went accordingly to how they would have hoped, uh, they could get away with it. Mm. Because there's been, um, you know, yeah, like you, you said. Can you enlighten us that don't know a whole lot about the other deaths within the sport yeah, of MMA? Yeah, I was just going to get to that. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in some of the smaller, less regulated shows across the United States, there have been deaths uh, where people, uh, when you get someone in a chokehold, and whether it's, you know, whether they tap or whether they fall asleep during the chokehold, the ref's job is to get in there and stop it as you know, as soon as they can. Right. You know, with the fighter's best physical and bodily interest in mind. Mm. So there have been times when someone held a choke past the point of tapping, mm. past the point of going unconscious to the point where they're doing brain damage. Mm-hmm. So the person's unconscious. They haven't had blood to their brain for 10 plus seconds. Mm-hmm. And then they're out and they're still getting choked. Mm. So that's when brain damage, that's when death, mm-hmm. that's when paralysis can all happen. Mm-hmm. And it has happened. Not in the UFC, but in smaller shows. People have died. People have gotten rushed to the hospital and died later in the night. Mm. Because and were, of, those, were they all from chokeholds or were there any that were not? Um, you know, I'm not sure on all the facts. I know that most of these type of incidents come from holding chokes too long. And so who's held responsible for that? The well, ref? It's it's all dependent on the situation. But are there any refs that are in jail for well, like? Not that I know of, but I, I do know that we, when you when you sign a contract to uh-huh. fight, you're yeah. literally signing away your well, obviously you your know, life. life. Yeah. Right. So when, when these people died like that, obviously the person. I mean, it, what it's, would be the charge for that? Like if you're the ref, like involuntary manslaughter, maybe assisted. Something assisted. assisted murder, assisted manslaughter. But it's not murder. Well, it's not murder. But then, then you then again, you look at the scenario. Maybe where, it's murder. But you look at the scenario where, <laughs> like clearly, someone is like, like. There's been times when people are holding a choke. The ref comes in and they try to hold it. They blatantly try to hold it against the ref's will. So there's situations like that where it's like, okay, he was completely ignoring the rules. He mm. was ignoring the voice of reason here. And what are the ramifications for a fighter like that? Are they ever allowed to fight again? Uh, you know, it, it blows my mind that it's not just a blanket. No, because in some of these small commissions, people can get away with leaving that commission and fighting in a different commission. Like it's insane. Just, yeah. And I don't really, I mean, it's, it's all such a kind of a young sport still, mm. it's, you know, 20, 30 years. It's like the sport of boxing with a fucking Evander Holyfield and Mike Tyson was Evander Holyfield ever allowed to fight again after he, or Mike Tyson. When after Tyson he, bit Holyfield. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I was I was not super into the boxing. I, you know, I haven't done enough research to know. 
I don't know. I th- I'm pretty sure he fought after that fight. Like, isn't that insane to it, you? It's pretty crazy. Because there's that should literally never happen in yeah. boxing. Ever. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to think of other examples. The, like baseball, fucking Pedro Martinez when he shoved Don yeah. Zimmer or whatever <laughs> into the ground. Dude. But like when you blatantly... But that's one thing. If There's brawls in sports, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? There's fucking Kermit Washington, who's Kermit's middle name or yeah. whatever. My dog. Mm-hmm. I named her after a f- fight in basketball. Yeah. Washington Lincoln is another story. But... um. There's certainly been brawls and inappropriate things in sports, but like when you're really, really, really fucking doing harm to yeah. another player, I'm not so sure that you should be able to play again. Yeah. I have a, a great uh, example about this. Man. Is it Tanya Harding? I'm kidding. <laughs> Machado on that. No, nothing. I get nothing. The, I get no response for that. I don't know what, what? what you're referring to. Tanya Harding? In the Olympics, she like she hired like basically a hitman to go to the, her um, another American Olympic figure skater to like uh, I think bash her knee in with a pipe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that she never skated professionally again, but well, only like an exhibition there you go. as I mean, a that's, joke. That's what I feel like. Something like as ridiculous as that can have different ramifications in every single sport. I, I wanted to bring up this guy Machado. He's mm. the third baseman for the Oakland Athletics. Mm-hmm. And he's a real piece of shit. I fucking hate this guy. And Why? I, well, he's he's got a hot head. He's got a crazy temper. And uh, he pushes people. He takes tags personally. Uh, and there was this one instance where I really just kind of lost it with him. I, you know, I feel like it's kind of a disservice to the sport to have him keep playing. I told you about this. He swung and missed and blatantly let go of his bat trying to hit the third baseman like it, there was no accidental anything you can't mm-hmm. watch this replay and be like oh it was an accident no one will ever watch that and think it was an accident and yet he gets what 15 game suspension and he's back right. i mean come on that's a joke he I could know. kill someone i played softball we both played baseball there's a lot of really really dirty things that you can do to other players clean them cleaning yeah. people is one of the worst things that you can do especially since you can really jack up you wear metal spikes yeah. you know what i mean yeah. They're fucking legitimate weapons, and I've seen girls just get put out yeah. in an, in a blink of an eye because Bleeding of an illegal yeah. slide and I mean, that sort of thing. You think about what's an illegal weapon, just by law. Okay, a gun, uh, a mixed martial arts body, a knife, and how about a baseball bat? Yeah. So when you hurl one at the fucking third baseman, who's, by the way, probably 80 feet away with mm. his little, you know, he's creeping up, and he, I mean, it's like... First of all, anytime someone lets go of a bat, it goes flying into the stands. Because right. when you slip out of your hands, it's like at Which the end of the happen. swing. Right. It does happen. But he was like, oh. It's always a- in your backswing. It's never directly at third base. <laughs> well, I can link you to the video of that yeah. shit happening. I mean, it's bananas. I'll also link you to the John Jones and DC thing. Uh, but, I mean, I can't believe that that fifth, like MLB gave him 15 games. And then he's That's- back fucking ridiculous but what about okay so i don't know a whole lot about this because i really don't give a shit about football other than like i i like the patriots i like the bills i like wings uh i like i like chicken wings (laughs) that's my deal but so the fucking the dirty hits by like the saints and that sort of thing they put out hits on players remember remember when that that. whole thing i do i do remember that why are those players still allowed to motherfucking play because they make the nfl money 
I can't think of another reason. Manny Machado selling jerseys. These Saints players who did that are big time players. I mean, it would be too much of a hit to the organization. Right. It's just corrupt. I understand. And there, for any of you out there, I can't even fucking find it anywhere but on DVD. And I don't even have the DVD. Uh, the show on HBO called Playmakers that I've told you about that yeah. you, I feel like you would really, really like. Yeah. And anyone that likes sports and or yeah, I the NFL that. would really... Like, I'm not even into it and the show is fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. But the apparently the show was amazing after one season. One fucking season. And the NFL said to HBO, like, in so many words... You can't keep making this because it's too real. Like, there's a gay player. Like, I don't remember when it came out. Yeah. But there's like, there's gay. There's fucking like drugs. There's fucking all kinds of like really, really fucked up things going on, which is so true to life. And it was incredible. It's crazy. But it's crazy, like when you know things that go on behind closed doors in sports, like what people talk about. You know. Yeah. That shit's like. It's very. Scary. I'm sorry, but whatever third baseman that you're talking about, that's a learned behavior. No, Do you he, know what I mean? Yeah, oh my god! Like and he's no, always played like that, right? I know, I know, but he he has been able to get away with it and get a result that is desirable to him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like no one does that without any sort of reward after the fact like he must have been doing that for years and years and years and always got away with it be getting what he wants out of it though a win being a win yeah he's a real piece of shit (laughs) you watch like two highlights of this guy and you're like i hate him i hate him (laughs) but anyways back to fucking the the sport of mma and the ufc yes i think it's an interesting idea because there's you know there's rules but in theory there's no rules, you know? It's just fucking, we're just going to go kill each other. Yeah. Um, where's the line for, like, like you're the not threat. allowed to poke people. Yeah. You're not allowed to kick them in the nuts. You're not allowed to do certain things. It's not that there's no fucking rules. But, like, in in terms of the line of trash talking, and then if someone were to actually really, really be on the verge of almost dead or dead, what are the consequences? I mean, it's it's just a very interesting thought. To think that someone like John Jones would, you know, separate the trash talk, you know, pretty literally like he did. Like, I'm not talking about the fight. I want to kill you if you spit in my face or whatever. Uh, In a situation where he, you know, very clearly separates that from trash talk to the fight. And then something like that would happen. God forbid. God forbid. Right. Um, But, you know, like I said before, so many things have to go wrong. For someone to die in the octagon, so many, so things. many things. The, the the ref needs to be complete. I mean, not not off his game. Herb not Dean. A ba- no, no. I mean, not off his game. Not a bad ref. Not a slow ref. They like, need to be in on it. They, they need, need to be, be getting paid off. They need to be a hundred percent letting this happen and actively allowing it to happen right. for that to happen. And that's not only it. Like you're talking about cornermen. Uh, not hopping the fence and pulling someone off. Like, all, there's so many things that would happen before someone actually fucking died. Mm-hmm. So. You know, it's just a, it's just a very scary thing to think about, and that's all. You know, this whole I'm glad we talked about this because when I watched that video today of John Jones, I'll link it. Like I, I said, literally kill you. It's just yeah, it made you think. You know, mm. like it. He really, you know, in a sense, literally sep- separated his trash talk from what his intentions. Mm. If DC had spit in his face or whatever, but yeah, it's crazy. Um, I would just because I'm selfish and I like entertainment. Yeah, I would love to see. What actually would go down if Daniel Carmier actually did spit in his face? I want to see him spit. In well, his face. what? Okay, here's another hypothetical situation. <laughs> I'm on a roll. Yeah, let's um, do it. If they step into the octagon when yep. they fight, what's the date that they're fighting? 
You know, I don't know. I think what it's, month uh, is it? I think it's September. Okay. Yeah. Um, so they step in the octagon. You know, we got Herb Dean being like, touch gloves, I want a clean fight, yep. whatever. And Daniel yep. Cormier just fucking spits right in his face while they're in the octagon. So your question is what happens? Like what? <laughs> well. <laughs> like whether they're like, no, 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 John no. reaches out to no, touch no, no, gloves no. and he gets just, a face full of spit? Yeah, he gets, so say Daniel Cormier spits in his face in the octagon in the very beginning. Okay. Or at, at some early part of yeah, the fight. Yeah, yeah, when they're facing each other. Since John Jones already warned him that he will kill him, if he then kills him, is that murder? Is it murder one? Is it premeditated murder? Well, I think if any... Or is that spit self-defense? Or is it following up on your word? All you have is your word. <laughs> I guess he's off the hook because he already said he would do it. So everyone had a chance to stop it. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I mean, if he kills say, <laughs> Okay, say when they're finished, Daniel Cormier spit in his face. Can John Jones murder him? In Legally? the octagon. On the stairs on the way out of the octagon. On the first step, yes. On the second step, no way. No way on the second step. The first step, oh yeah. It's like Wild Wild West on that first step. Oh my God. Craziness. <laughs> Do you think Dana would like it? Uh, if it was on the first step, he would love it. If it was on the second step, Dana would be in hot water. Would- Speaking of which, Dana's like talking trash to me on YouTube. I don't know what that's about. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's so, fake Dana. There's a fake Dana White account writing comments. So sorry. Completely unrelated. But yeah, uh, all, I mean, uh, if you think about it, the way that press conference and the way that video came out today, and by the way, the UFC took it down like five minutes after it was released, which is brilliant in my opinion, makes it all that more dramatic and exciting. Uh, they're all doing a really good job hyping this fight. As much as you want to speculate, they maybe didn't it's really an inside need all this hype though, because people want to see it fucking anyway. Yes, and I agree with you, but at the same time, a lot of people don't know who Daniel Cormier is. You know, people know who John Jones is, and he's winning every single fight. But, you know, hardcore fans like you and me, you know, people who understand the sport who've been following it, they know who Daniel Cormier is. They know he was well, the strike force yeah. heavyweight champ. They know he tossed around Barnett and Bigfoot. They know he, he's capable of winning a big fight. But to the masses, the people who may or may not buy pay-per-views, he's still kind of, you know, in a sense unknown. He's only I had like two fights that at 205. He's, he's not on Nike. He's not on Nike. He's, he's not on Reebok. He's, he's, he's got not. a little bit too much of a pot belly to be as... Yes. Yes. A spokesperson for I think Nike. Those are two very good points. Yeah. He's also not John Jones. He's not John Jones. Uh and, and but it's it's crazy because he does have the um the resume to boot, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like he he could be as big of, as a star as John Jones and he just moved down to light heavyweight. I think he has two fights at light heavyweight so far. So mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, he, might he used to be at I'm gigantic. <laughs> he used to be at I don't need to weigh in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's ridiculous. I eat pieces of shit for you. Oh, I just blew it. <laughs> blew it. Shut up, Julian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this was this. That was good. I'm glad we fucking touched that. I I don't feel like we came to any conclusion. Well, I think the c- conclusion is going to happen. Sadly enough, when someone fucking dies. When We're, someone dies. Yeah, when someone dies. Okay. We're gonna see what. Ha- I mean, hopefully that Another never happens question. in the UFC. If. Say, okay, say Daniel Cormier spit in John Jones' face. Then John Jones tried to kill him. Where is this? Or is this in the fight or where is this? In the fight. Okay, in the fight. And instead, Daniel Cormier actually wound up killing John Jones. By is what? that murder or self-defense? Since he provoked John Jones by spitting in his face, but it was a spit. So and, that, let me just get this uh, path of events straight. He spit in John Jones' face. Yep. John Jones was blinded by the spit. Then Daniel Cormier no, no, attacked. No, no, no. 
So wait, what did Jones Jones do in retaliation? He tried to kill him. So he tried to kill DC, but DC ended up killing Jones. Yeah. So what did Jones do to try to kill DC? Did he hit him in the head? Did he like elbow him? Did he throw him? What did he do? I don't know. You're missing it's the point. It's a fight. Of course they're going to try to kill each point. other. They're punching oh, each other. Julian, why can't you just play along? Okay, like, you know, what's that knockout when they go to touch gloves or whatever and the guy says no and then you go, all right, fight, and he just knocks him right out or whatever. It blows him a kiss. Cheap shot. The, yeah. yeah. So say, instead of that, yeah. Dana Cormier spit in his face. John Jones, it, they haven't even started the fight yeah, yet. Yeah, like, the center of the octagon. In the yeah. center of the octagon. John Jones goes to kill Daniel Cormier. Like, they're not fighting. They're about to fucking... Okay, it's about to sense. go down. Yes, yes. Daniel Cormier ends up killing John Jones. In that scuffle. Yes. I would say that's self-defense. If Jones goes even after... Though, if, even though the spit Daniel Cormier matter. provoked him. The spit doesn't matter. If Jones goes after him in an un- unsanctioned uh, manner and Daniel wins, it was self-defense. Because that might as well have been on the street. The fight hadn't started yet. Hmm. We get a million witnesses watching that unsanctioned self-defense of and murder. But he provoked him. And he was also threatened and warned. So I have a question. If you go up to someone on the street, spit in their face, they try to kill you and you kill them. Yeah, but we didn't have like a three or three day long conversation about how I will kill you if I spit in your face. That is true. So the dead John Jones, mm-hmm. who had made comments about how he was going to kill DC. Yeah. And DC ended up killing Jones. Yeah. I would say Jones is off the hook. he he silenced the beast all right i really hope neither of these guys ever die nor anyone in the ufc yeah we were just thinking about it (laughs) we're just talking about it but um it took off with it in my brain yeah it left our brain and and flew into the crazy verse and then and then yep Good word. Is that Alan Tutorial and a hate tutorial hits? <laughs> if you don't know who Alan Tutorial is, he's oh, probably man. the biggest troll on YouTube. Like you I think How To Basics a troll? He's he literally like... the biggest fucking troll on YouTube. Yeah, he makes How To Basic look totally sane. He makes he makes How To Basics tutorials or How To videos look like How To videos. Yeah. Like this guy Alan Tutorial is gonna make you freak the fuck out when you're done watching. Just... So fucking weird. I... So weird. <laughs> like and the way he talks it's like you're just uh. hey tutorial heads hey tutorial heads <laughs> so creepy so creepy oh man beautiful um so kanye west and kim kardashian Good boy, have done thanks. something to spark the interest of my lovely girlfriend no here. they haven't done anything oh so okay i mean so they've tell me i don't want a lifetime of things a lifetime of thing? Yeah. I just feel like fucking... I, I get angry, right? So I was getting ready in the bathroom. I was putting some makeup on. And I'm listening to Kanye. I don't even know what song. And I've just always loved Kanye so much. And I understand that he went through sort of a dark period in there when his mom died. And he was drinking and dating Amber Rose. Not that that's a downside. That's a plus side. She's hot. I know you have no idea what I'm talking about. Smile and wave. This is why it's so difficult to play 20 questions with Julian because I'm like, are they dating someone famous? And you're just like, ah, no idea. And it's no like Brad idea. Pitt and like Angela. <laughs> okay, I know that one. Come on. <laughs> one. You know Nomar that and Mia Ham. Okay. <laughs> That's a close oh second. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, And... God, what? What the fuck? Yeah, so anyways, I was just thinking about how much I love Kanye, and yeah, he was. He, I understand he went through a dark period, but I feel like 
Kanye is so misunderstood, and I've I've sort of sat down. I've watched a lot of interviews with him. I watched the Sway interview. Did you watch that at all? Um, no, I don't think so. I think you might have told the me the one about that it, Jimmy Kimmel like totally blasted on his show. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah After they had kind of had that exchange on Twitter or whatever. Yeah, but they had the exchange because Jimmy Kimmel did that piece where he had children playing Sway and Kanye. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 I do, right. I do actually recall, yeah. Okay, so um, I've watched all of his interviews with people uh, that, you know, the internet seems to be, like, outraged with or, like, you know, Kanye's a fucking douchebag or an idiot, and I just don't agree. I just don't agree at all because... I feel like not only is he an incredible musician, which I think a lot of people agree with, with the exception of his last album, which everyone seemed to have a fucking problem with. I personally didn't. I thought his last album was fantastic, especially since every single album that he has put out has been a different genre of music. That's fucking insane. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, people conveniently forget that. This last one that he put out was very like EDM, like that sort of thing. It's in the, the house trance music scene like the one before that is just fucking i don't even know what like he crosses genres of music while staying under the umbrella of hip-hop but even if i've heard many people argue i love kanye's music i don't like him as a person yes yes, i I understand that. that but what i think the problem is that most people have is that it's easier to write someone off as just sort of insane than it is to try and understand them do you know what i mean absolutely so these interviews that he has with people where all these, they take these one-liners that he say to sort of portray him as insane. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just not the most eloquent. Like, if he could just take his words and put them in concise sentences that made sense to, like, more people, I think that people would have a much easier time taking him seriously when he's speaking because if you actually try and sit there and not laugh and like be like this person's crazy because yeah, that's yeah. the easy thing it's to easy. do yeah, yeah, yeah. if you sit there and try and understand the gist of what he's talking about he's so incredibly fucking right about everything that he's saying it's disgusting and it breaks my heart when i see him getting shit on all the time and like i i, I like his music Mm-hmm. I think that he's a brilliant human being. Yeah. I am not emotionally attached to Kanye West. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I wouldn't say that I'm coming to his defense because I'm emotionally attached to him. Okay, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I just, when he was talking about, in the Sway interview, he was talking about the fashion industry and Sway's whole thing. He just kept repeating like, hey man, if you want to get in the fashion industry, why don't you just do it yourself? Like, why why do you need these people? Like, he goes through that period of rapping all these expensive designers that no one understands and no one knows what he's talking about and is completely unrelatable to the general public. So we're all just like, Kanye, you're fucking insane and no one knows what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. And he went on this big long tangent about, uh, just to summarize it in a way that maybe you or anyone else could understand because yeah. I actually sat there and, you know, like, I don't know, translated it into a language that I could understand was that he's trying to break into an industry that is not break inable. Do you know what I mean? He's trying to break into the fashion industry and become something other than a rapper, which doesn't really exist. 
Right. The only person I don't know that I can think of, maybe Dr. Dre. Yeah. He has headphones, but like that pe- rappers and things have clothing lines or I don't know, endorsements. But they're that not sort really in the industry. They're not like super crossing into other like yeah. industries, yeah, yeah. so to speak. They're taking what they're good at and then using that to sell other things. Con- yeah. Yes. Kanye's like whole idea was I don't want to just launch a clothing line. You know what I mean? I don't, yeah. don't want to just sell clothes. Yeah. I want to be taken seriously in the fashion industry, which there was a really good quote that kept getting fucking thrown into the mud from the Jimmy Kimmel thing when he's talking to Sway. He was like, you know, I invented these fucking, or I came out with these leather, leather uh, jogging pants, these leather sweatpants. And, you know, everyone fucking laughed at me. And I sat in Paris, like he's just speaking in broken English. Yeah. I sat in Paris. I told him this idea, like, nobody fucking cares, man. They don't fucking care. They don't care about anybody. And then they did that, and then they thought it was fucking great. Basically, he was saying Kanye West was trying to pitch his leather jogging pants, his ideas, his brand as a high-end fashion designer that needs to be taken seriously and they sort of shit on it but then you know less than a year later they came out with the same thing like a a versace pant a leather jogging pant and i can understand why it's so infuriating for someone that's saying i have good ideas i would like to execute them i need a little bit of help Uh, I would like to do it in a way that's not just, you know, selling clothes. Yeah. I, I want to be taken seriously. Well, the way you're telling this to me right now, it sounds completely straightforward and easy to understand. It's outrageously straightforward. And I guess my question is, you know, you have a long background in listening to people. That's what your degree's in. You've been that's true. a great listener. Your yeah, whole, you know, yeah. And, you know, I think I think that's a good explanation for why you can get get what he's trying to say a lot of the time but i want to know what you think it is about kanye that makes him so hard to really not like emotionally attached to but just kind of relate to and understand what each what he's trying to say because i feel like a lot when you break it down like you just did it makes perfect sense like for mm-hmm. people like me and for people who aren't really you know able to understand or really pay attention that much to the situation i mean the, you just broke it down very simply and i think some of the you know examples you've cited in the past to me and showed me things it all kind of adds up and it makes sense that he has a, a real message and he's very kind of a smart person he just doesn't uh you know express himself the right way what is it about him that he struggles so hard to get his messages across um a, that he doesn't speak eloquently. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. He has such good ideas. I think that he's a genius. But when he talks, it's just like, it's all over. It's very passionate. And that's, it's almost to his detriment. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like he can't form a sentence that would make someone else understand in a conversation. Okay. Through music, through rapping, we get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The message comes across strongly. But if he's sitting and having a conversation, he's just very passionate. It, it's like we talked about Jacob, like topic to topic to topic. It's jumping around. There's not a complete thought. Yes. Where there are really good thoughts, if he would just... I don't know, learn how to extrapolate on that in a conversation, I think would help people. Because what people see is a brash, egotistical person that's just sort of spewing opinions and garbage in in words and phrases and sentences that they can't understand that makes you dislike everything that comes out of his mouth. Because you don't understand it. You don't understand. It's foreign to you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, for example, when he interrupted... Taylor Swift at the VMAs yeah. or what? Yeah, was it the VMAs? VMAs? Yeah. 
and said, you know, hold on, Taylor, I'm going to let you finish. But Beyonce had one of the greatest videos of all time. And, and everyone shat on him. Do you remember yeah. he, like, hid away for a while, yeah, yeah, for almost is. a year, I think, because he was drunk and doing that whole thing. But I'm sorry. Was Kanye wrong or right? Do you know about that? the Taylor Swift thing? Yeah, about yeah, the video. Yeah, it was right. I mean, yeah. The I mean, single ladies video. I, th- I think that was a way more... Uh, do you even groundbreaking rem- video? Than Time out. Do Swift. you even remember the video that Taylor was a- accepting that award no, for? I don't. I don't think that most people do, unless you're a really super hardcore Taylor Swift fan. I, I would do agree. Do you remember <laughs> the single ladies? I think. I think. There you go. Yes, I do. And I think also all the people who were saying bad things about Kanye would answer the same as I just did. Correct. They because, remember the single ladies, but they don't remember Kanye, or they don't remember Taylor Swift, because, but they also just feel like they can... Because Taylor Swift, you know, was just this, like, innocent third party, like, yeah. oh, I'm just a nice girl, like, why are you interrupting me? But, you know, so it's maybe a, that maybe Kanye didn't need to go about it in that particular yes. way, but he was fucking right. So it's a perfect example of Kanye having a great point, but going about expressing it in the wrong way. Maybe people have a problem with the way that he expresses it. But the only thing that I really, really, like, I hold on to this. This is why I cherish Kanye. This is why I cherish the hip-hop community is because I feel like Hollywood, the whole, like, music industry, actors, like, they're handled. Do you know what I mean? They're told how to act, how to live. And whenever someone sort of, like, goes off on their own trail and starts getting a little loose cannony, that makes people panic. You know what I mean? Because there are so many people behind an actor or a movie or a musician that need you to just keep it together and make everyone money. Do you know what I mean? Whereas in the hip hop community, you cannot control some of these people. You know what I mean? You cannot tell them what to do because they, a lot of them are just like, they come from nothing. Think about like the fucking, some of these people in Hollywood that come from old school money. They're willing to play the game. They're willing to be told what to do. Yeah. Like, if you come from nothing, like, think about Kanye's life. He sort of was a single mom in Chicago just dancing around and fucking kicking it. And you come from nothing. If you start making money, people are not going to tell you what to do. Do yeah. you know what I mean? You don't lose that sense of self. Yeah. So they interpret him being a loose cannon. Like, he gets mad at paparazzi, which I, I totally which understand. Which real, realistic, you know, response to the way paparazzi acts. Ridiculously yeah. realistic. Yeah. I, I get it. You know, he he goes off at the mouth. He says things that he shouldn't say. But, like, without that, what do you have? If you took all of the things away from Kanye that make Kanye, what are you left with? Jay-Z? Yeah, an average nothing. Like, it's not Jay-Z. Not Jay-Z, but, they, but someone who kind of blends in to the background. That's the whole, like, spirit that makes him him. And if he was willing to play the game and play by everyone's rules. He wouldn't rules, have the same allure. He he would just he wouldn't even be in the music industry. Yeah. He would be no one. Yeah, that yeah. sense of self is what got him to where he is. Yeah. Like, why would he ever stop doing that? Uh, and he's always fucking right. And it's I feel I feel like it's a difficult thing because he's all you know Kanye a person like Kanye is always going to be polarizing. And when these people like with these loud personalities are are famous and they're big you know successful artists or whatever they're you know they're they're like the referee they're never going to make everyone happy there mm-hmm. a lot of people are going to find problems with them and whether it's the the fact they don't understand it and they want to just call it crazy or the fact that they uh you know they would rather him just kind of blend in and play the game like everyone else you know it's it's very easy to see a talented artist have good pr mm-hmm. because it happens so much you're used to it and you expect it 
But for when... Right, I feel like on the contrary to Kanye, Jay-Z and Beyonce have incredible PR because... Well, it's a lot of You know that control. I'm obsessed with gossip blogs. <laughs> yes. And, you know, their whole yes. marriage falling apart. Brian Gossip. And the, and the rumors of them even yes. being married for like a business arrangement and that yeah. sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Conspiracy theories. But like <sighs> they are incredible at keeping their image... Above everything yeah. else. That's their image, their damage. business, their yeah. everything above everything else. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I feel like I identify with someone that does not want to play that game. And occasionally you get caught just fucking being you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because I feel you like... You can't put a price on that to me. <laughs> no, it's because it's a real human being acting like a real human being. Right. The whole idea... I mean, when you say playing the game, you're basically saying this person knows how to fake it. Right. This person knows how to come off like someone that they are not. Right. And I think that's one of the biggest don'ts in your eyes. And I, I would align with that too. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be someone who is being represented differently in the media or differently for right. other people who don't know you on a daily basis. Like Kanye, I think that's one of the most impressive things about him. And it's not, you know, it's people look at it as bad, but it's, he's him. He's Kanye. He is there for you. He, you can look at him, you can judge him, you can say whatever you want about him, but he's not a different person behind closed doors. He is exactly the same fucking guy. Well, maybe he's more exciting behind closed doors. (laughs) Maybe he's more uncensored. Imagine though, imagine, because you see some of what I do and you've seen a lot of it for yourself. Like you, you can see what people are saying about you. Yes. Now magnify that times 50 million thousand Mm -hmm. like imagine the sense of self that you need to have just in order to get through a single fucking day without losing your mind without losing your mind without having a million uh, upon a million comments thrown at you sway your idea of who you might be you you stay so strong to who you are and you don't get you don't get you know distracted you don't get any and nothing gets to you you know what i mean yeah but Okay, (laughs) just the sense of self that you need to have is so great. Now imagine that if you were told, if you play this game where you just fake it, you don't have to deal with any of this. People aren't really going to talk shit about you. You're going to make, you know, comfortable money. You're going to be nice. We'll we'll keep you out of the tabloids except for anything good or positive. Like, you're not going to be a controversy. All you have to do is just shut your mouth and be our puppet. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to make everybody money and this is that. You know what I mean? And unless you're a perfect person, which I feel like Taylor Swift might be one of the only examples. Although she does plenty of stuff behind closed doors that nobody fucking knows about. But she might be just that person that's good enough yeah. in actuality that she's may not be really playing a game. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's there's plenty of other people that come off as a perfect person and then, you know, five, ten years later down the line, they just lose their goddamn mind and then you see who they really are as a human being. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so Kanye West is given these options once you get big enough. Like, you can continue being you, but that's going to be very controversial. And risky. And incredibly risky for not only you, but your family, your everyone team. around you, yep. everyone that works for you, yep. your record label, any yep, any yep. future things that you want to do, anything. Very risky. Yeah. Or you can play the safe game where you just are our puppet and you act right. You blend you, in. You blend in. You say normal things. Yeah. You you are yourself, but to a point. Do you know what I mean? You are all, all the good parts of yourself, but only that. Yeah. And then everything else, you need to hide. Yeah. Imagine the sense of self that you need to have to decide that the route that requires me to be me and only me, regardless of the consequences or how risky it might be, I don't give a fuck about you. I don't want to go this route. I want to do me. Yeah. Imagine the sense of self that you need to have in order to do that. 
it's uh, it's a sense of self that nobody has. Nobody. Well, plenty you know. of people have it. Well, I can think of one, Kanye. I can think of like a few people. What about who have, Eminem? Well, yeah. I mean, there's the people who just don't give a fuck. It's like when you have people who are not playing by the rules, yes, they have that mad sense of self mm-hmm. because they trust themselves so much that this whole system that's put in place that you have to act this way and do this and whatever is wrong. Is just fuck and it. And not worth it. Just fuck it. Right. I don't need that. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's a combination of a sense, of, a sense of self and also just your urge to kind of whether or not you want to spread the, the message about being real, but you don't know anything else. You can't turn on a fake switch. You Whether or not it's how you were raised or whatever, but you can't do it. You can't, like you can't. Yeah, you think can't about, think bring about, yourself to do it. He, just, just to give you another example, think about Gucci Mane. You cannot be anyone but Gucci Mane. You, exactly. you want to get an ice cream cone tattooed on your face? I can only be Gucci Mane. I'm or, in court. I, did you murder this person or commit whatever crime? Bitch, bitch I, I might, might be. <laughs> Are you Seriously. guilty? Bitch, I might be. You Absolutely. cannot be anyone but Gucci Mane. You're, but you're not capable of it. You're, you're as That's what I love being, about the can... fucking hip-hop community yeah. that not only is it like the, the culture of what that whole genre of music embodies. Like, fuck the system. Fuck that. Fuck this. I'm, I'm self-made. I, I value my voice yeah. and everything. But like... There's no other genre of anything that in, like embodies that rock and roll at the time that it was at its height. In music, maybe. you're talking about? No, I mean like in in the world of entertainment. Huh. Well, I was gonna say to bring the conversation full circle in a way, Kanye West is the Nick Diaz of the music industry. <laughs> I mean, you try to bring for Nick, those of you that don't know who Nick Diaz. Nick Diaz is, is uh he's from Stockton, California. He's uh, he just doesn't do anything by anyone's rules but his. He goes to press conferences if he wants. If he doesn't want to go to a press conference for a title fight three days before a title fight, he won't go. And he's done that before. He plays by his own rules. And it's been a nightmare for his PR team, for his manager, for his corner, for his fight team, for his, you know, everything. Like He could be making so much more money right now. Mm-hmm. He could be more popular if he played by the rules. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But he's not playing by the rules. But That's he's why good. he's Nick Diaz. He's, he's one of the best fighters alive. Right. And he's viewed as a special uh, you know, it, he has a special place in people's hearts. He's like, yeah. people love he's Nick Diaz. He plays by no rules. Yeah, right. he doesn't do what... I mean, I think that's a great way to relate this to a different thing and mm-hmm. bring the conversation full circle. Nick Diaz is the Kanye West of, MM, you know, of MMA and mm-hmm. Kanye West is very similar to how Nick Diaz acts. Like, you remember when Nick Diaz no-showed the press conference for a GSP fight and then he got pulled from that fight? <laughs> the GSP, George St. Pierre, the man everyone in the world who's anything in MMA would dream of fighting. My he just boyfriend. didn't show up. To the press conference, and he got pulled from the fight. He said, "Fuck it." He released a video, like filming on his phone in his car, and he's just like, "Fuck you! I don't want to go to the press conference. Fuck all you haters." Right, because Nick he Diaz just no- wants to fight. He doesn't want to do all the and, extra bullshit. Yeah, and Kanye West just wants to fucking do what he does. Like, yeah. he, you know what I mean? Like, I, he just wants to make really good music and then just fucking have be accepted in the fashion yeah, industry. And you know as what? A at, serious person, absolutely. And at I the end of the love him. but yeah, at the end of the day, Jenna, when mm. all the dust settles. Who are you left fucking thinking about? Are you left thinking about the squares who play by the rules or kind of blend in? No, you like the people who stand on your mind are the Kanye Wests or the Nick Diaz's. Well, okay, sure. I mean, but that's the thing. Like maybe that the causes them or holds them back from ever achieving some sort of greatness that they could have gotten if they had done something different. Yeah. 
What? Nothing. I was just hoping for a response. No, I just, I feel like plenty of people stick out in your mind and you, everyone has a special place in their heart for someone that says, fuck the system. Yeah. Not everyone has the balls to do that. You know what I mean? Because once you get put in that situation, you realize like, this probably isn't a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> like you start to feel the ramifications of your choices. And I feel like certainly Nick Diaz and fucking <coughs> both of the Diaz's really and, and fucking yeah. Kanye have felt the ramifications for their choices and Just sometimes not a fuck. when you lay your head down at night i'm sure they think did i make the right decision yeah. but what always matters the most is that you're like fuck yeah i did you know maybe next time if i was given an opportunity i might give give it a second thought i might yeah. do it differently but for right now given the, my circumstances fuck yeah yeah they stand by their decision fuck yeah yeah because i mean they wouldn't have made that decision if they didn't genuinely believe it was the right one that's why they. Why are does them. anyone ever make any decision? That's why there are so few Nick Diaz's and Kanye West. I think you know so many people are just willing to do what people tell them. Yeah, because I feel like you you have to see what you want as more important than what anybody else wants, which becomes so clouded at these. But levels that's also of, perceived as egotistical, selfish, that sort of thing. Do you understand? Yeah, it's but perceived like, that way. But yeah, I don't know. I, I of course. Kanye, I can understand the argument that Kanye is a little bit, he has an ego. But you're a fucking rapper. You have to have an ego. You have to, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? As much, like, okay, someone that doesn't really have an ego in some songs. Drake, oh, I like to rap about my vulnerabilities. Next song is like, I'm the fucking man. Fuck everyone. Do you you know what I mean? Like, even if it it comes and goes, you do have to have an ego. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just think it's amazing and fucking I I also I I'm not anticipating that many people will agree with my opinion of Kanye West because I know that it's widely Unpopular. accepted to uh not understand him and feel the way that you feel and you're entitled to feel that way and it is incredibly unpopular to I don't know I just feel like I fucking have watched so many things where I'm like I get it I get what you're saying yeah. and Everyone still seems to not understand you. You were in the vast minority, but that doesn't mean you're wrong. That doesn't and mean... when I was, uh, I was at the fucking whatever office and the, I don't know what magazine it was, was an interview with him and he's talking about Kim Kardashian and the whole, the, the <clears throat> fucking interviewers just slamming him sort of and repeatedly yeah. being like, your girlfriend's like not good at anything. She's not really, you know, famous. She's just like, it's weird. And Kanye just keeps defending her, being like, she's the most famous woman in the world. What the fuck is your problem? Like, what What don't point. you understand? Yeah. She really is. Yeah. And she's done it with her entire fucking family. Yeah. Say what you will about her, but she's, she's literally one of the most famous people, women she's, in the whole world. She's creating a path that has never been made before. Yep. Call it what you want, but yeah, that's what it is. It's intense and it's <laughs> fucking... I can't imagine how scary it would be being Kim Kardashian right now. But that's another opinion that people don't like when you say that you have sort of respect for someone like that or a family like that because ever the easy easy thing to do is roll your eyes and be like, oh my God, I hate the Kardashians. Well, the easy thing to do is put a cover over everything she's done as she released a sex tape. Like that's right, yeah. the, anyone, she's millions of fame, sex tapes hungry, have gotten out and money yet Kim Kardashian is where she is and no one else is. Dude, she, I just feel like she's sort of creating what what is possible by being your own brand do you know what i mean i think you can make that argument 
I think that's very valid. Uh, it's just I think people don't see it that way because of how she got the opportunity to even make something of herself or something. Mm. You know? Mm. Yeah. So, I don't know. Whatever. I fucking love them and I love Kanye. Do you, like do you I, play that game? The I, iPad game? I haven't yet, no. It's really popular. It makes $700,000 a day. Did you know that? I've read something like that. Yeah, that's pretty obscene. It, well, because there's in-app purchases. But mm-hmm. it's top of the app store. It's been top of the app store for like... Tell me that's not fucking insane. It's brilliant. Like your wife is literally the epitome of a How fucking How is she not good at something though? Well, that's like people say, I'm not good at something. Or, you know, anyone on YouTube isn't good at something because someone didn't hire you and say yes. Yeah, it's but like... we're plenty yeah. good at plenty of things. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Just when I said in the fucking, the Variety magazine, I said I had, I had no tangible talent, as in I'm not a fucking musician or an actor. Uh-huh. I, I'm, you can't put me in a box. Yeah. You cannot put Kim Kardashian in a box. No. Therefore, people have a problem with her. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We don't know how to categorize you. Therefore, your success is incredibly demeaning to the rest of us. Yep. They don't understand it, so, yeah. Because it's easier to be like, oh, I fucking hate that bitch, and she's disgusting. And <laughs> yes. Than it is to sit down and try and understand it and be like, damn, bitch. Yeah. It's not an easy thing to understand. Like I said before, you're pretty good at hearing people and understanding them. Thanks. More than the Am average. I boring you? Do you want to stop talking about the Kardashians no, and Kanye no. now? Uh, no, I thought that was a good conversation. What do you want to talk about, Julian? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, no, I, 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 I think it was interesting talking about that. Because I think you're in the vast minority in how you think of those Kanye and Kim. Thanks. It's not a compliment. Thanks. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Is there anything else you wanted to touch on for this podcast? I don't know. Just love drinking the crispin. Crispin This is still my first cider. I'm really crushing it over here. Yeah. <laughs> I finished two. Oh. So there's that. Uh, and there's another one waiting for us behind us. Well, then, yeah. Why don't we fucking end it at that? Up. Yeah. Well, uh, we hope you enjoyed this podcast. I know we did. Thank you for watching. Yeah. And if anyone ever wants to sit down and have a very passionate conversation with me about Kanye West, I'll always be here. And I'll sit there and watch you guys talk <laughs> about it. I'll be the third party. Ah, oh, just have so many thoughts. My brain is full of thoughts. Okay. That's a, good, that's a good thing. It's a good thing. <laughs> it feels like it's not sometimes, but it is. In um, the absence of thought. <laughs> we'll be back next week with another podcast. Yeah, every week. Um, every week. Uh, but thank you so much for watching. Every uh, Monday, right? Every Monday. Yep. Subscribe to the channel. We'll be releasing new videos every Monday of a podcast. Sometimes we have guests. Sometimes we just sit here and drink and talk. And talk about um, party. Actually, always we sit here and drink and talk. That's true. Sometimes there's a third party. Uh, but thank you for watching. Follow us on all the stuff, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Love you. Bye. <laughs>